Welcome to The Unpodcast. It's about you. This is your host, Caitlin DeBeer. I'm a life coach, speaker, psychology lecturer, and a mum of two littles. And I'm here to inspire you with self-management tips, secrets, interviews, and tricks around loving yourself, loving your life, yep, even the mums, and ultimately to motivate you to want to wake up every morning and live your beautiful life. Over to today's episode. Hi guys, welcome to episode 29. As I'm sure those that follow me on Instagram especially would have heard, I've had a, a sort of rough few weeks, if you can call it rough, um, and I'm, I'm sort of coming out of this this very depressed and, um, and just a, a dark space of sort of combination of pain and just a lack of clarity. Um, today, I, I thought that we'd discuss a cool topic, and it's something that has definitely been around for me and in my life for a long time, something that's probably in your life, yet maybe something you haven't acknowledged before. So the topic is non-negotiables. Now, I said this to a friend the other day, that even in the space that I've been in, that I haven't let my like non-negotiables fall. And um, she said to me immediately, she was like, what are those? Like rules for yourself, like it sounds horrendous. Um, And in the moment, I suppose rules probably in my head rules was like a a good word to use but I've obviously since thought it through and I think a better way to explain non-negotiables is almost like personal boundaries that protect you that protect your sanity that protect your relationships and that protect what's important to you to backtrack a little um I remember being at varsity and talking to my pastor's wife who I was very close to and um we were talking about like who I'm going to marry one day and you know my boyfriend I'd had a very serious boyfriend and was now single and I said to her you know like it's just that my list is just so long of things that you know he needs to be and that included things like play guitar and rugby and <laughs> and so on um as as one does in their early 20s but um she basically said to me, she was like, kids, choose five things and, and write down those five things. And those are like your non-negotiables that, that it, whether he plays guitar or not, you know, really doesn't matter. But there should be five, at least five things that are you like, no matter what, that's what I want in a husband. And I love that. And I used it so often in mentoring girls, um, you know, down the line over the years of, of working for my church later and, and mentoring girls, especially in a similar stage. And obviously it landed me with an incredible husband. <laughs> so it couldn't be, couldn't be yeah, bad advice. But I think that's where I was almost first introduced to the, the topic of non-negotiables. Now, obviously there I'm talking relationships, but what I want to talk about today is non-negotiables in life. So almost like things that you just will not negotiate on. And it tends to be in line with your values or your principles. And it's it's around sort of what you want to accept from life and what you just simply won't accept from life, from people, and obviously from yourself. So I know for some people, these these can seem quite daunting um, to try and think like off the top of your head, you know, what would mine be? So I thought we'd go through a process in this chat. I'll talk you through mine. And um, I really feel that non-negotiables are something that should be really unique to you. So if you've listened to my podcast episode on what makes you come alive, 
it's a great place to start on sort of what's important to you and what fills your tank. Um, but I do feel that all of us should should be really different when it comes to our non-negotiables because for each of us, different things are important. And I think every time we go back to to almost saying, for instance, if exercise is one of mine, to almost say like exercise needs to be one of yours, um, you know, let's say mine is at least five days a week and you could say, oh, that should be one of mine, should be one of mine. The problem is it's probably not in line with your values, your desires, your dreams, your passions. Um, obviously it can be, I'm just saying playing devil's advocate, it may not be. And then what happens is you've created a non-negotiable that actually fights against who you are. And that's not fair on yourself at all to try and live up to a standard that was never, ever designed for you and and who you were meant to be. So I think it does require some sort of digging deep. And so my hope for this, I'm not going to make today's episode too long. Um, I'm actually rushing out the door just now, but um, I thought I'd, I'd touch on mine and um, and then go on to a process that I think would be cool to walk to be able to figure out what your non-negotiables are. So, okay, let's talk in terms of, of mine. Um, I think, yeah, no, for me, these are no matter what, these things stand. And, and they definitely have changed over the seasons of life. I think they should change. Um, I think that we're all different and, and seasons of life require different things from us. But um, I'll touch on the one, obviously, that I've said already is I've put as, as number one and I've only written down six. I'm sure there are many more that I live by. But um, the first one I've written down is exercise. So the reason this is a non-negotiable for me is not obviously amazing effect on your body, okay? Number two, amazing effect on your mind, okay? So exercise produces endorphins, it increases your dopamine levels, these are all your happy hormones. In other words, exercise makes you happier, okay? And it's also for me an incredible, incredible sort of me time space. So um, exercise, the types of exercises I've chosen to invest in tend to resonate with me and things that I really enjoy. And so with a combination of the body effect, the mind effect, and the fact that it's something that I really love has made it a non-negotiable for me. So I would say I try to exercise five days a week. Um, I'm not strict as in like, um, you know, I, I don't like count the days necessarily, but most days I try and fit it into my schedule. I have a very flexible schedule. This is obviously how I've designed my career and my life. And so I tend to go, Hendrik leaves home with the kids at seven and I tend to exercise then between seven and eight or seven and half past eight. Um, if I don't have an early client, otherwise I have a client at seven to eight, um, at least three mornings a week at the moment. And then I will exercise after that and then come back to my desk again. So um, yeah, I think exercise for me has, has many benefits. It's something that's been in my life, my entire life. And um, it's an absolute non-negotiable for me. A nice way to also work out what non-negotiables are is um, is that if you weren't doing it, you'd miss it. And when I say miss it, I don't mean in a dysfunctional way of like, oh, I'm putting on so much weight. That's not missing it. That's obsessing. Um, but but more in a like, I, I need to fill my tank kind of way. I miss that thing that really, that fills me up and makes me feel body and mind strong. Um, so yeah, so that's my first one. Second one is something that's relatively new in H&My world, um, I'd say, sure, since uh, about November last year, is that we added in this concept of date nights. So I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, we've been trying to do that for years, it just never happens. So we made it very much a non-negotiable. So we've been really good, I'd say, for the past like 
maybe four months, we've had a date night every single week. Um, obviously, there's an expense to that. And so I think um, you've got to make this work for you. And, um, and non-negotiables are not, are not led by finances. Non-negotiables are things you stand for. It's in line with your values, which means if that means your date night means that you put the kids a bit to bed a bit earlier and you turn off, I was going to say turn off the lights. I don't think turn off the light, turn off the TV, or you could turn off the light, turn off the TV and you sit on the veranda and you each have a glass of wine and you just connect. You know, that could be your date night. So I think it needs to, it needs to be specific to you. So we do tend to go out and, um, We'll sometimes share a pizza, you know, so it could just literally be like going out for pizza. We usually go out early, so around like six, half past six, so that we're home by eight and we can still have our early nights, which is going to be my next one. But um, yeah, we've really prioritized this. We do have a live-in nanny, which is something that um, was something that we sort of have added to our lives in the past year. Um, again, not being led by finances, but more by what we needed in order to make our lives really work for us. Um, and so um, that's that's been amazing, and she's been an absolute godsend. So, so we yeah we do that now. Um, we can't always go every week. So like I'm just thinking we had a church meeting last week, and tonight we've got cell group. So we probably won't have a date night um, this week, but then we'll make an effort to maybe meet for lunch. So we both work in the same office offices, which is really nice. Well, I'm there maybe twice a week. Um, and so often then before we, I fetch the kids from school, which I fetch them at 12, we'll go for a quick lunch just literally across the road at a little coffee shop, grab a toasted sandwich or whatever, and just connect. Um, so that's been a non-negotiable for us, and it's it's been a really good one. We've definitely, without a doubt, seen a change in our relationship just because we're, not, we're no longer like ships in the night. You know, we don't just pass each other. We actually know what's going on in each other's lives and days, which is great. Um so that was number two. Number three for me is um, early to bed. So I think with this one, you know, again, it's, it's like this ideal. So everyone can also listen and be like, oh, that's so me. I need to get to bed earlier. But I don't think everyone does. I think you need to know you and your schedule. Um, there's this idea that some of us can live off less sleep than others. I know I can live off about six hours. But truth be told, the older I get, and I'm only 30, but the older I get, the more sleep I feel like I actually need. So whilst I can function off six hours much better than another person can, um, you know, on a daily basis, um, I've felt that by adding more sleep, it, it has definitely had an effect on me. And I heard a, a recent, I went to talk last week by the headmaster of St. Mary's here in Clouf, um, where I actually went to school, but he was speaking of the importance of sleep between before 12 o'clock, that there's like a rhythm in our bodies where before 12 o'clock is when you tend to get your deep sleep and you can sleep with if you've got a smart watch I'm calling a smart watch I don't actually know what they're called like an Apple watch or a Garmin or one of those and um, you can track your sleep and you'll probably see that cycle happening and um, so your deep sleep before 12 and then you're going to REM dream sleep you know lighter sleep from then onwards which means that getting to bed before 12 should be a priority in saying that, I say I go to bed early because I tend to wake up early and I'm very much a morning person. So for me, so this morning, no, I woke at quarter to five. It's not a big deal for me. Um, you know, he wakes, cool. Um, he comes through to our bed every night. Should be a non-negotiable, it doesn't yet. Um, and so he wakes me up and we go through to the lounge and I'll, you know, make him some tea, make myself some coffee and the day begins. I'm not, I don't resent that at all. I love my mornings. So as I say, you need to work out what's right for you. 
And for me, the early to bed thing is so important. But what I've also realized with something like this, a non-negotiable, is we also need to, we absolutely need to protect these, our non-negotiables, because otherwise it starts to rub from our happiness and from our our stability. Um, So if I have too many late nights in a week, it will really affect me. And by late, I mean even 10 o'clock for me would be late. Um, But in saying that, we've also got to be flexible because we can also miss out on other negotiables like friendships. If we, if we are adamant, you know, that we have to go to bed early every single night. So this year I've been a bit more lenient with this one. And um, I know like we've been away with friends where I've, I've pushed it, you know, and, and sat around and, and drank wine till late in the evening or um, just thinking of random occasions. Same my 30th earlier this year and we went to bed at like 2.30 in the morning, something I haven't done in forever, but it was so good for me. I felt horrendous the next day, but it was so good for me. So um, I think even within those negotiables, you you need to know, you know, to what extent you're going to push that one. But for me, I would say at least five nights a week, I go to bed between eight and nine. Um, and, and we do read every single night, eight and nine in bed. So that's, I suppose, a non-negotiable, but we don't talk about it. I can't sleep if I don't. So um, we just do read every night. So maybe fall asleep around nine, nine, latest nine thirty. So that's my third one. Okay, next one. Let me just try and get my thing. Oh, afternoon. So this is something I've changed this week, this year. Um, it's a new non-negotiable. And something I've just seen enormous benefits in is trying not to work in my afternoon. So um, again, a non-negotiable is a guide and something that you try to stick to because it protects you, your relationships, and, and your happiness and stability. So for me, I fetch my kids from school every day at 12. Um, I, I guess that's a non-negotiable as well. Um, there may be the odd day here or there that I, I can't get there at 12, but most days I fetch them at 12. And um, and then we tend to come home and they may have the odd extra mural, but for the most part, I spend the afternoons playing with them. Um, I'm not like the mom that like plays all day, I promise. Don't judge yourself against that standard. Um, not at all. Um, we, we fill our afternoons. We have lovely gardens. We play outside a lot. I love the sunny weather we've been having. That helps a lot. We swim and we might bake. We, you know, they play in the playroom. They're quite good at playing on their own. And then, you know, I might start on dinner or whatever that is. But I've freed up my afternoons to be with them. And it's become a non-negotiable, um, even though for for the much of Sarah's life, she's only three. So for the last two years, I have worked in afternoons, not continuously, but um, I would, you know, my laptop would be open on the dining room table. Um, now my laptop stays in my office and I'm quite strict on, on not using it. I have the odd clients. I'm sure a few clients are listening going, hey, but you see me in the afternoon. Um, I, I maybe will have a max of two clients a week in the afternoon. So that's just an hour here, an hour there. Um, but for the most part, that's become a non-negotiable. Again, this is, um, this is, obviously my flexible schedule that allows for that um and and again I think that's that's a choice that that I've had to make so obviously the more I work the more I get paid um but but I've found huge benefit in being here with the kids um especially at their ages when they were little I didn't enjoy that the afternoons with them I found it very stressful so you've got to know you within this and um if you're a better person and more stable and happier and and your family functions better if you've got a, a full-time job, then you absolutely may, need to make that a non-negotiable. Um, I think this is very much in line with who you are and, and what you're needing. And then um, my fifth one on here is, um, was that my fifth one? No, my fifth one on here is spirituality. So God has always been um, 
very much a I can say a big part of my life I suppose he is he is my life um and um I I try to be very intentional with my faith so to make that a non-negotiable whether it's listening to worship at some point during the day whether it's you know going into prayer whether it's um some quiet time in the morning that's more likely these days than it was maybe a year ago when the kids were little and it was almost impossible to do that um but at some time just feeling like I'm connecting with God whether it's you know quietly in my head as I said in a few minutes or um or attending a cell group or obviously going to church on on a Sunday which which we try to get to most weeks but again we you know things come up and and that's fine too um but I'd say that's my my fifth and sort of final um non-negotiable that I wanted to share on here is is basically making my faith a priority and um, I think what I've noticed for something like that is it's not a rule because I think rules make us feel stuck and and your faith is is never something that should make you feel stuck or restricted Um, a church could do that an organization could do that but um, but not God and yeah and when I have drifted from God or I suppose you can throw in the word backslidden, um, although I hate that word. But but in, yeah, whatever it is, whether it was busyness or having kids or a different stage of life, whatever. Um, I've I've actually seen the effect on my life is enormous on my my peace, my inner peace. Um, you know what I what I find that I get caught up in, so the striving and the um, wanting more, or, um, you know, jumping from one thing to the next or one goal to the next. I find that all surfaces very quickly. When, um, when my faith is sort of on the rock. So for me, where I say it's a non-negotiable, it's not because it's forced, it's not because it's a rule, it's because I see huge benefit in investing time and, and energy in my faith and I see the effect on myself um, and obviously on my family and I, I feel it's important. So those are my five and um, I have no doubt they, that some would have resonated with you and others um, and others possibly not and that's totally cool as I've said I don't think that any of us should try to replicate someone else um, but I do think that non-negotiables are a really powerful um, sort of like life strategy. I think um, any of us can do them and I think if we can live by non-negotiables for each sort of stage in our lives we start to put boundaries in place to protect ourselves and I know that that those five that I've just shared are in very in very different ways they protect my sanity and my happiness and my relationships um, so um, I know one I didn't add but that fits in often with my afternoons is that I try to see friends in the afternoons and um, I know that working moms especially struggle with this one to try and fit people in but um, I'm an extrovert and I need to see people and I fuel off people so um, I try to make that a huge priority in my life I I see friends at least twice to three times a week Um, obviously choosing choosing who you see is also important into filling your tank and protecting yourself but maybe boundaries is a topic we should speak on another day and um, because I know that is a, a lovely one and something I'm constantly aware of and trying to work on in myself um, so yeah so those are non-negotiables they are basically your your values that are are put into um, I suppose like semi-rules semi-boundaries for yourself to walk you through a process quickly into how I see um I see sort of one getting there um, into, you know, becoming clear of what those are. I'd say the first step is just to try and identify them. So exactly what I've just spoken about, go through your day and try and think in a normal week rather than maybe a day, in a normal week, what do you feel is like essential that you do in order for you to finish the week in a good space? 
And and I think that's a, a good one to ask yourself um, without even looking at your values, just to say, for me to end the week in a good space, what needs to have happened? Um, and I'm sure you'll be able to come up with a good few already. Um, and then that begins almost like a brainstorming project. So, you know, as the day goes on, you might then other things might pop into your head, but it's a great thing to write down. Um, as you'll know, if you um, have worked with me, I'm big into journaling. So if you do have a journal, um, then this is something you could definitely write down in a journal and, and put a date there because, as I say, they change. But um, if you don't have a journal, and I don't work for CNA, but go to CNA. They have such gorgeous ones at the moment if you're in South Africa. Um, so yeah, write that list and make it very much your list. As I said, please don't try to replicate someone else's or put in rules for yourself. This is not rules. This is almost personal boundaries to protect you, your relationships, your happiness, and your stability. And then be open to changing those. Be open to changing them when when they need to change or to say, you know, that no longer is actually important to me. We've changed life stages. You know, perhaps, you know, say at, at Varsity, what's important to you versus when you're in the working world will be very different. Um, so it might have been that you exercise every day and now suddenly it's like, I need to exercise twice a week. Um, that's totally fine. You need to be flexible within those so that they don't become rules that that sort of govern you, but rather um, boundaries that guide you. So yeah, so I think just make sure that you you constantly sort of change those. Um, and then try, try to communicate what these are. So whether if you have a partner, great space to start and um, to share with each other what you think about this whole concept of non-negotiables and what you think yours are. As you communicate, you make it real for yourself. So by sharing, it almost does become a rule, which is great because we need to hold ourselves accountable to these things. Um, especially if it's something like, for instance, you know you're a better person if you drink less on a Friday night, or you know you're a better person if you get to bed early during the week, or something that doesn't necessarily come easy for you, um, and you might be tempted otherwise, you know, to watch something for longer on TV or to have a few extra drinks or whatever that is. Um, this once you've said these non-negotiables out loud it becomes almost like something that you know you can hold yourself to because these are almost your guidelines to like a happier fuller you Um, don't make them restrictions though as I said that I just that word restriction came up and restrictions are not freeing so your non-negotiable should free you up they shouldn't restrict you so if you start to put on there like eat clean but really what you mean by that is that you want to change your body and become someone else um, that's definitely not a non-negotiable. Um, that's not that's not going according to your your values. You might right now think that's a value um, to look a certain way, but at some point it will catch up and you will realize, I have no doubt, that that never filled what you thought it would. Um, so if eat clean is on there because the value is um, that your body is, is a temple that you want to love and, and nourish, then amazing. Um, but don't let it restrict you and I hope this is making sense by restrict. What I mean is like cut down or um, or lose weight or, or be hard on yourself. This should be a positive thing, something that reinforces what you stand for and the happiest, yeah, most stable version of yourself. I hope this has been helpful. I have no idea how long I've been recording. Um, I think it will be a short episode, but um, it's something that I love and something that I'm I'm always open to to changing and adding in new ones when something works to say, oh my word, I can't believe that I've never done that and that's going to become one of my non-negotiables. You know, I have to have a bath every night with these salts or whatever that is. I know oils are big at the moment, essential oils. You know, adding something like that into your routine or, um, yeah, I hope this benefits you. Let me know in the comments. Um, I'd love it if you'd be willing to to rate my podcast um, channel. You can do that on iTunes. It will help just 
for my channel to be seen by more people, which I'd so appreciate. Have a beautiful week, everyone, and thank you again for tuning in. This episode has ended. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, For those that were inspired or are now on this like rampage to, I hope that's a word, to living a a more full and happy life, um, I do have an online course that's self-paced, so you do it in your own time. It's basically yours once you've bought it, and it's called Thriving As Me. So you can go and find that on my website. Otherwise, have a beautiful, beautiful week, and it's lovely to just be back on my podcast connecting with you. Have a stunning day, guys.